this episode, I met with musician Eduardo del Signore from Uruguay, who uses music to spread his message of peace and peace to create his music. My name is Kaya Sakamoto, and you're listening to Climate Vibes. After reading about Eduardo, I was curious about a couple things. You have like a really crazy life story. <laughs> I do. Different. Yeah, very different. I was uh, very interested about your time on the boat and um, also just what you thought was the most pivotal moment in your life. My most, okay. So well, do you want to start the boat or the most pivotal moment? Um, let's start with the pivotal moment. Well, there are a few. Uh, obviously, the day I took the first breath, and uh, and the day I became conscious of the breath. Those were those are the most pivotal moments for me. And um, coming to the realization that. Peace in my life is my responsibility and, uh, and it's inside of me and I have access to it and therefore, you know, I can, I can feel that peace, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, it, it takes effort uh, and behind effort there is grace and after that there is joy and there is gratitude. Yeah, but it's all, it's all related to my, you know, the first breath and then when I realized that Mm-hmm. what that breath was, you know, getting conscious. Were there any other moments you can remember thinking about music specifically? Or- yes, uh, the music, very early age. Uh, I mean, I was just going back through some pictures and I was one and a half years old and I was already going around carrying a drum. And uh, I was born in Montevideo in Uruguay in, in a neighborhood that was predominantly black. and we had um, uh, what is called the Uruguayan, the Afro-Uruguayan rhythms of candombe. People used to go and play on the streets in summer nights, very late. And even though I was already in bed, I would come out of bed and wake my father up. He would get out of bed and take me to where the, the people were playing on the streets, you know. And I and, and I remember just getting like blissed out of just being in that rhythm, you know, and uh, just like very tiny thing, just dancing in between all the drummers and crying. I didn't even know why. didn't care you know just felt amazing that was the call for me for music and and that feeling is what I look for in everything I do how has your music played a role in your advocacy oh I I understood that music comes from the same fountain the same source you know that energy that uh, is it everywhere 
and it's, it's the, the, the glue to anything that is. And, and it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's that energy. Uh, I learned that because somebody taught me a way to uh, bring the attention of all my senses that are always pointing out. They're turning around with a couple of techniques and, and uh, admire, contemplate what's inside. So because of that and the experience that I got from doing it, which was very peaceful, I, I understood that peace is inside of me. And I understood that music belongs to that palace, is part of it, you know? It's the arts and uh, it is also, you know, any, anything that is made with that particular platform of a feeling, you know, science, architecture, you name it, you know, writing mm -hmm. poems. I mean, I don't know, just sitting and looking at a sunset. I mean, there's so, there's so much. We are surrounded. <laughs> so then that goes into your work with um, like advocating for peace, like your organization, A Call to Peace. Well, the, uh, what happens is I was watching a video of this man. His name is Prem Rawat. And, and he was talking about uh, that piece, this responsibility of each individual, and that resonated with me. And at the end of his speech, he said, what can you do? So I thought about it, and it's like, well, I can do music, so I can put my work to the service of putting out that message. And at the same time, well, it took a while, but I created this uh, nonprofit organization, the Occult Peace Foundation that is there, um, we, we organize concerts and workshops to raise funds and awareness of the work of other organizations that work with, uh, uh, you know, that's how I met Climate Music Project. That's how I met uh, the, the um, uh, Interfaith Power and Light organization. Many organizations that are doing a lot of work for social justice, racial justice, uh, homeless students, uh, kids that are very talented but don't have money for tuition, um, guided parenting, you know, reflective parenting, uh, uh, clean water, peace education, uh, water and food, uh, water, air and food awards, which is an organization that give awards to other organizations around the world that are focused on sustainability and, and uh, providing wood and Wood. I mean, food and water to places that they don't have access or they are very poor, you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I got involved with that and, you know, you meet a lot of people that are doing great work. And so that's what we do. I remember last time we spoke, you said you were talking about peace and how um, how we, we all need to find peace or we have peace inside of us. Yeah, it's like a process of discovery of your own self, you know. And mm -hmm. I mean, peace, basically, basically the meaning, that the meaning, yeah, the meaning and, 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 and the message that comes through in the call to peace uh, work is that peace is the responsibility of the individual. If you want it, you have it and you can feel it, but you have to make a little bit of effort. Can you relate that to taking on climate change or trying to mitigate climate oh, it's, change. it's very simple because to me the, the being human caused 
this is an issue that was created by human ignorance of him or herself, of who we really are. And then we just tend to do more on a matrix of uh, focus on profit rather than the joy of life. And uh, in a way, there is a concept that, you know, I mean, to have a war these days, you need trillions of dollars, right? Yeah. Why? Because it became a big business. So it works as very expensive and they're a way of making a lot of money for different companies. I don't think a lot of people realize that there is a lot of money that could be made in peace. It's just a matter of losing the fear. It's just like, calm down, you know, it's okay. I mean, yeah, the, the cause of the, the climate issue and many issues is because of the ignorance of itself. The, the fear of, you know, people are afraid of their own shadow. Uh, so, and that's because the people don't know themselves, you know? I mean, so when fear comes, it's good to remember that there is another side to that, that fear is just like, oh, mm -hmm. somebody turned off the light, I don't see what's real, so I'm afraid. So, uh, I mean, there is, if it is, if the cause of climate change is that human condition, you know, that other part of the human mm -hmm. condition, then it's the what I do is, directly related to it because the, my whole purpose is to put people in touch or help pe get, people get back in touch with their own nature. things I really liked about Eduardo's music was how he uses the sounds of nature in his pieces. So let's hear a little bit more about that. I had a question about page zero because I read that you, the first sound is the ocean. Is it from Uruguay? No, that was I recorded that in Brazil. It's a it's a place called Buzios. It it used to be a um, fisherman's village, and and the geography of the place is amazing. This is actually where the boat comes in. So before we continue, here's a little backstory. I went away from Uruguay in 1977 uh, as a consequence of the, we were in the middle of a dictatorship. To two to three years mm -hmm. into it, and there was it was awful. It was not much, you know. You you never knew what could happen to you. We were playing a series of concerts, and you know, sometimes when you finish the concert, there is the army waiting outside just to take you for a night, just to stand you in front of one of those one-way mirrors and check you out for the whole department to know who you are, and you know things like that. That changed my life too. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so we, we, we were we were having concerts, and uh, and uh, one of the guys in the in the band met this French guy that was traveling from Dakar across the Atlantic on a sailing boat, 
and on his way to Buenos Aires to get new new sails for the boat. Mm-hmm. And uh, they became friends. And the next day, they came to the concert. I didn't know about it. There, there was this Senegalese guy living in the boat, traveling with a French guy. So uh, we were invited to the boat in three of the, we had a quintet at the time, and three of the uh, musicians went, we went to the boat, became friends, hung out on the boat, start learning about life in the, in the, in the sea and you know how the sails work and all that stuff. And then he, the, the owner of the boat says, maybe we just put together music and sailing and see what happens, you know? And so those, the three guys in the band, we say yes and left. You're wearing a sailing boat. And now let's get back to the sound of the ocean in Buzios. We anchor in that, you know, in that place for months. It was so wonderful, just the sunsets and the sunrises. It was like just mind-blowing of beauty, you know. And 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 I remember very well that. I was, I was uh, standing, looking at the sunset on top of the, the boat, and and I, it's the first time I felt that I should pursue this finding peace inside of me. That was in in, a, in that place on top of the boat, looking at the sunset. <laughs> that that was my first answer to myself, and uh, I put first answer Busio because. That's where it happened. And that was, that was 1977, 78, you know? I went in 2004, all that time after. Uh, I went back because uh, Milton Esmento's family invited me to spend a couple of weeks in, in their resort in Buzios. One night after, you know, the whole social activity in the house, everybody went to sleep and I was by myself and the house was at the edge of the sand. Uh, so I could hear the waves, you know. Mm-hmm. So I brought the equipment, plugged it into the wall, put a microphone outside of the window, and that's the ocean that you hear in the in that album. About the album, do you have any more like hidden sounds in there? Uh there is uh, there is a song called "A Nice Day." I was living at the time in Pondium and I was writing the song and recording it so I would not forget it. So I was playing, I had my, it was a beautiful day. It was a nice day. It was the window and the door were open. My dog, the little Pomeranian, she was just sitting at the door there looking outside, you know, everything was just perfect. And I was playing the bridge part of it, you know, and this mockingbird came pretty close and started to what I was playing and it's in the album it's, I never changed it I left I just re- I built the song from that take on the guitar you know um, so are you excited with to work with the climate music project yeah yeah I have a framework uh, of about 12 between 12 and 14 minutes and it's uh I, I like a lot to work with polyrhythms uh, uh, and and also with uh, different scales from different parts of the world. 
so I have recorded, I mean, in page zero, there is a, I think there is a song that is called Keys, Keys of something. <laughs> now I don't even remember the name of my song. Keys of Life? Yeah, that one. That's a study on uh, uh, Egyptian scale, started in E. I, 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 wrote, I wrote that for the guitar and then I, um, I came up with that, you know, that melody that comes up and it repeats mm -hmm. every once in a while. And then from that scale, I also created the harmony of all the textures in the end. Uh, so uh, I like to, to work with that kind of scales you know, and, and study them mm -hmm. and what effect they have on me. And it's, it's beautiful, it's pretty deep. And in combination with the uh, polyrhythms and different styles of music, of things that I have been exposed to, like you know, tango or candombe or Brazilian jazz, and I had a, uh, a conference call with uh, the scientists, and they're, they're really wonderful people, you know, and they understood my view of what I what I can see is the uh, the cause of the problems, and which to me is the human condition, you know? and. Because basically, my my image was, uh, you know, we're sitting on a, on a branch of a tree and we're like just sawing to collect the wood, but it's the branch we're sitting on, you know what I mean? And it's like this crazy, it's unconsciousness, it's greed. That's what is causing it. And and then they gave me three options: uh, um, human condition, consequences, and and positive outcome. And to me, they're all like, you know, intertwined. It's like human condition is the cause. And also humans are the ones that can fix it. If it was the Martians, it would be difficult. But if being us, we create it, we can change it. You know, it doesn't take much, really. Thank you to Eduardo for the interview, as well as for his recordings of Kendombe and the Ocean in Buzios. The songs you heard were A Nice Day and Keys of Life. Thank you also to Poddington Bear for the song Tender and Curious. My name is Kaya Sakamoto, and you've been listening to Climate Vibes.